We've missed back. you. We have missed you. How's everybody doing out there? Good. I How is so. everybody doing? Welcome to October. Yes. Happy October. That's pretty exciting. Did our, wait. Have any of our episodes premiered in October yet? No. October mm. started on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Nope. October started on a Wednesday. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, happy October no, again I then. Remember. I don't know. I don't think it we've... It was rec- Thursday. Oh, whatever. I don't think we've recorded an episode in October. So. We haven't. We haven't. We're here. It's October. It's October. We're happy about it. The, f- the fall leaves are here. Oh, the fall leaves are plentiful. The pumpkins are out and about. The they're hell? plump. They're orange. <laughs> they're ready to be carved. Oh, man. It's a good time of year. It is a great time of year. Um, I will disclose. So. Please. We had a hiatus because of a family situation on my in-law side Mm -hmm. and a lot of driving in Ohio through rural Ohio. Yeah. A lot of back and forth. And what you really get to appreciate is fall foliage. Oh, yes. Every drive, I was just like, ooh, another shade of orange is premiered today. (laughs) (laughs) It just really makes a boring drive uh, a lot better. Yeah, I will say that. We were we were in rural Ohio at the same time. We were, but in different parts of rural Ohio. Um, yeah. and mean, I will what say, parts of Ohio aren't rural. Rural. Um, Shh. <laughs> uh, I will say though, having not spent like a ton of time in Ohio in my life, like a very beautiful place to experience fall. Like it is. It's got good trees. It, it, it does. I'll say that. Like, I Ohio do enjoy has good nature in general, I feel like. The drive from Pittsburgh to where Cassie's sister lives is a good stretch of foliage. You get, like, a good selection of Pennsylvania foliage and yeah. then a good selection of Ohio foliage. Yeah. It's a good... That's a good chunk. Yeah. And like, then the drive up to where her parents are from is a less interesting drive but the foliage is even better i'll say that i mean like i don't know like i i i feel like fall is a good season to experience most places in in this my is opinion true. Like, it's this just is a, true. it's just a, a visually a good season like it is the other seasons can be a little boring like summer like whatever like it's everything's just hot i don't know yes but like <laughs> And then, like, winter, like, if you're a snow person and there's a lot of snow, like, that's good. But, like, not everywhere gets snow. So sometimes you're just dealing with right. a lot of browns and grays and that's it. Right. But, like, fall has the, is nature's best palette. And there's... 
And there's a lot to enjoy visually, regardless of where you are, in my opinion. I guess not in deserts, though. They don't really do fall. You need, like, a forest. They don't do much of anything. That's true. They don't really You do need seasons. a forest. You need trees to really you make fall happen. You need deciduous trees. That's what you need. But, yeah. So, anyway, we're happy to be in fall. And we're happy to be here. Because we're going to watch some Criminal Minds today. Which we is are. Insane. This is the unknown subject, by the way. By the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Minds I'm Kelly podcast. McMaster's Parsons. <laughs> and I'm Kelsey Paul. And I was thinking earlier today that I was very excited to record because I was excited to watch some Criminal Minds. Yeah, um, me too. I are... want to bring it back to driving because I don't oh, remember. Did please. I tell you the funny thing that happened I on don't one know. of my drives? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so the real the family situation was my mother-in-law passed away so we were up there for the funeral last sunday which is a week prior to the day we're recording and we had done the drive from around where the funeral was to cassie's sister's house which is where we were staying that night we had done that several times at this point by sunday last week it was a sudden unexpected passing for those who are listening so we were in ohio for a while so we had done this drive a lot. All right. So after the funeral's over, Cassie and I are driving her sister's car back. Her sister's going with her husband. At, like we just there were a lot of cars. So we were driving just the two of us. Where was your car? At Alicia's. Okay. <laughs> okay. We went. <laughs> the, I shouldn't I, ask questions. I apologize. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> so we get in the car. And at this point, I have driven this drive so many times. I tell Cass- Cassandra, <laughs> I say, turn off that GPS. I got this. Oh, man. That's Famous a last ballsy move. <laughs> so we're driving. And I know what I'm trying, what I'm expecting in terms of signs when we get up. And about how long it's going to take us to get back there to our destination. Uh... <laughs> So around the time where I'm starting to expect to see the sign for the exit that we were going to get off yeah. at, yeah, I'm thinking, these don't look like the signs I'm, I should be seeing. Uh-oh. <laughs> and Cassie hadn't really been paying attention. She was playing on her phone, whatever. Uh, she looks up just in time for us to see the sign for Mentor, Ohio, which okay. is not the right direction. Uh-oh. <laughs> We had ended up basically in Cleveland, <laughs> which was the absolute opposite direction of where we needed to be going. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you had so much confidence. You just so thought. much confidence. I was like, turn it off. Oh and she God. just goes, we're not going the right way. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I, didn't th- I thought these signs looked different. <laughs> And so, so she it, puts it in the GPS. It, it added like an hour. To I was going to say, hours. how long did this trip end up being? Oh, my God. It was very long. It was a oh big mistake. Man. But boy, did it add a little humor to the day. That's there was a funny. lot of giggling. Oh, my God. Because I took us to Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, listen, I think about it sometimes, which is that like nowadays humans, modern humans are pretty i feel like reliant 
on GPS. Like, that's become, like, a big part of our, like, every day, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And even when you think about the fact, like, that 10 years ago there was GPS, but, like, not on your phone. So, like, having, like, a GPS, like, in your car was, like, a separate thing that you had to buy. Oh, yeah. And, like, put into your car. And that was, like, a real, like, luxury item. And I just think that, like, GPS is like a lot of technology have killed our ability to like do other things like read maps and like also <laughs> just like ha- like just like navigate the world on our own cuz i feel like yeah. even places that i go to like maybe not super frequently like i'll sometimes i'll just like throw the gps on even though i'm like i'm pretty sure i know but like i'm just going to put it mm-hmm. on because Like, just in case I have a situation like that where I, like, misremember something and I end up in a different place. But it's like, is that making me navigationally dumber? Because I'm just just knowing that I can rely on this GPS because it's there in my phone whenever I need it. Like... Perhaps. Like, is that going to be a problem for us in, like, evolutionary terms? (laughs) I don't think so. Like, are we all going to be just, like... I mean, the map... Someone was probably, like kids these days can't read the moss on the rocks anymore like they're using their maps <laughs> they don't know where the sun sets and the sun <laughs> right, rises like <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know um yeah but anyway that's i like funny. yeah i was really feeling like after that whole week being like okay i know my way around like the suburb so where like Alicia where did lives. you where did you go wrong like did you miss an exit or so like- we were on i'm gonna say the numbers of the roads because they love to say the numbers of the roads in ohio so much more than i feel like we do here <laughs> okay we were on 90 but we needed to be on 11 but i thought we were already on 11 Oh, okay. and that's where we went wrong that's where you made i your missed mistake. the plate i missed the the ramp to get on 11 Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You just kept on cruising. I just kept. I, me and ninety, we were thick as thieves. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, everything kind of looks the same in Ohio when you're on a highway. It's not like like if you're on the Parkway, you know that's not the Turnpike and where we are. Do you? If you are not from there, why would you know that? <laughs> if you weren't true. from Pittsburgh and you said like hey that's the parkway like versus first of all i lived here for literal months before i understood what anyone was talking about when they said the parkway (laughs) so yeah but like i had no idea and i would hear it on like the traffic like on the news like on the radio and they'd be like oh like the parkway and i'd be like where the where is that (laughs) i'd be on it (laughs) like i would be like i'm in a lot of traffic that sounds like what i'm experiencing but i don't know (laughs) Oh man! Oh roads! Oh, oh roads! Traffic. That's crazy. Um, crazy. Well, all right. Well, anyway. Anyway, do you want to watch some Criminal Minds? I would love to watch some Criminal Minds. Okay. Let's do it. We're okay. watching season three, oh, yes. episode eighteen, "The Crossing." The Crossing. Um. Anything else to say up top? No, I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay, I'm gonna press play, but you get to say the thing. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to press play in three, two, one, play. And we're loading. Silver Spring, Maryland. Oh my gosh, mine's loading. Okay, you tell me. You tell me. Oh my goodness, it could not be taking any slower. It's fine, I'm paused. I'm paused. (laughs) My goodness, it's just loading one percentage at a time. (laughs) 
Ugh, it stuck me at 24%. The technology has betrayed you. Did you ever just get stuck at a yes. percentage? I feel like that's a bad sign. I got, I'm starting again. <laughs> I think that that's a bad sign. Oh, okay. We're counting two, three, four. I'm just five. paused. So you just let me know when you like <laughs> see something. Oh, okay. We're good. We're good. Okay. Read Silver it. Silver Spring, Maryland. I'm okay. sorry. I can't find my ticket. Yep. We're good. Phone number? Yep. Oh. You are good. Okay. We we're are at a dry, at the dry cleaner. cleaner. And this woman can't find her ticket. And she goes, this is the phone number. And she reads it out really quietly. As if she doesn't want anyone else to hear. Nope. She must be a secretive woman. Private. Some creepy yep. people in that line, it looks like. Now she's at the pharmacy. Did she cut the line? I don't know. Because they just like called her name. And she was like, oh, that's me. Oh. <laughs> Okay, and she's, she's not in the system. Yeah. Yep. And so the woman's like says spells her name out and then she like asks about the street and she can kind of tell like she's kind of like, "Oh, like please don't say that so loud." Okay, now she's walking yeah. up to her house. And there's roses. Er, Those aren't roses. Those are carnations. Those are Gerber daisies. Oh. I don't know. Oh. That was just a bicep. So there's just a card with the flowers with like a note to her. And then she takes out like a four by six photo of a man's bicep. <laughs> and she like freaks Ew. out and she gets in the car and she's like, he's back again. And it's like, she what? must have a stalker. stalker. All right. Uh, Hotch and Rossi are at some sort of seminar up in Boston. Mm-hmm. And they're giving a speech about trusting your instincts. Yep, yep, yep. And now everybody's clapping. Clap, clap, clap. Clap, clap, clap. Good job, guys. Um, somebody comes up and introduces herself. And she uh-huh. says, I'm a big fan of your books, Rossi. Oh, she's in a lot of things. What and she, she followed Hotch as a federal prosecutor. Because, like... People do uh, that. They fangirl over federal prosecutors. <laughs> they do, I guess. All right, so she's got a crime scene photo. Yeah, she's got her own case she wants them to solve. Yeah. Um, and so they're saying something about battered woman syndrome. Um, so it's a uh, woman who killed her husband? I think so. And so they're saying, like, she had no choice. Like, it was self-defense. Um, but also there were no medical documents, right. no suspected abuse. Right. So they're they're questioning her claims that she was abused by her husband. Um, and so it sounds like she wants them to come in and like take a look at things. And like make sure she wasn't, this woman right. wasn't a battered woman. Right. That's a weird place to be in. Yeah. Prove to a woman she wasn't abused. Yeah. Well, and like Hotch makes that point because he's like proving a negative is pretty hard. Like he was like, so like this, like we might not really be able to do anything. Um, But they say that they'll come, but they can't. He says they can't promise that they'll help. And it like, it seems to me like this woman, this local cop or whatever, she seems to believe that this woman was not abused. Like she seems to be questioning that. Now we're seeing beautiful JJ and beautiful Prentice. And in walks, what's his face who drove Elle home? Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Carrie came to their office. That's the lady from the pharmacy and the dry cleaner. Yeah. She was just in Maryland. I guess that's not that far away. Um, And she goes, when I got the message this morning, I like... Is she in the FBI? No. I don't know. How, How do you does... get that far? How do you get 
to JJ's death. Yeah, how do you get invited as a to a regular Joe Schmo? Yeah. So apparently she's been reporting this stuff to the police in Silver Spring, Maryland. Um she moved from Atlanta six months ago and yep. found her. And she's she like, I don't want to live like that. Yeah, she's like, I want my life back. Um, she says that she met with the police and the detective she talked to was very sympathetic, but said that like they can't do anything unless something bad happens to her. So she says, Yo. Will you help me? That and, is Which still, how did you get to JJ's office? Like, where yeah. did this come from? And JJ's from? gonna present it to the team. Of course she is. Lou Evans, Ed Dursman, and Ryan Scott. Who are, Who are these, these people? people? The one that has the same last name as her. Yeah. Could be a significant other pe- or a oh, relative. Oh, shit. She goes, those oh. are the people that you'll be calling if you find me dead. That's a dramatic character. <laughs> Prentice is just like, ooh. Yeah, she's like, all right, lady. Like, did she just storm the FBI? Like, how did she get in there? Yeah. All right. Now I we're just know. seeing a whole bunch of stalkery Yeah, we're unsubvisioning. He's got a lot of pictures of from, her. From, like, up far goes away. Fresh one. Like, telephone fresh lens. one from the pharmacy. Yeah. Oh, and he's, Ew, like, he's stroking, stroking her. Ew. Gross. Opening ceremonies. Opening ceremonies. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm already feeling like... This is one of those cases where you're just like, there is no realistic reason in the real universe why this would get kicked to the FBI. Nope. Like, this Even if you showed up at JJ's desk. Right. Like, yeah. Like, it's like, yes, like, stalking is terrible and horrifying and creepy and whatever. And it's like a serious thing. But I don't, I don't see how this becomes like a, like a profiling thing for them yeah again they're the a team how do you get the a team on a situation like this (laughs) you're taking them away from some sort of serial killer yeah um all right so hotchin well what's his face rossi have gone to boston so we only got half the team here that are working on this one but you know what it's the part of the team that you love it is um so jj is explaining to them that this woman is has recently had to move to yeah. uh, Maryland and they're seeing, we're seeing the other photos that he's sent her over the years. Yeah. So that's how they asked if whether or not it's the same person that was stalking her in Atlanta is now stalking her in Maryland. Yeah. And because of the photos, that's how they know it is. The but same did you dude. notice that it was like an arm and the photo that was with the flowers was like a really flexed bicep. Yeah. And yeah. the one that they just showed on the screen was like a flaccid bicep. Like <laughs> I never want to think of it like that. No. I mean flaccid's not really the word that you would use for that, but it Relax? Yeah, it was what came to mind. Flexion and tension it was, you know. Yeah. A non-flexed okay. bicep. <clears throat> um, so, of course, like, Morgan is doing his typical Morgan thing where he's just like, I, he's like us. He's like, I don't get why this is our problem. <laughs> like, he's like, why are yep. we doing this? And JJ and Prentice are kind of like, listen, like, something terrible is going to happen to this lady if we don't intervene. And it's like, maybe yep. or maybe not. But, okay. Yeah. Let's do this. So... <laughs> We just came to We're back in Boston. We're going to be getting that annoying two-storyline situation. It's so hard to keep track of. 
This is like when they interviewed that serial killer for no reason. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Who even is this one? Oh, it's the woman they're trying to... uh, Yeah, the potentially abused wife. So... Garcia, of course, is running like all of these records for this woman and her yeah, husband. She's got lots of files to try and find anything that indicates that there was any type of abuse. Oh. She says she doesn't find any. She has no records after their child was born. Yeah, she's like, there's insurance, oh. but the wife isn't the beneficiary. She says, no, yeah. the 19 year old daughter is. Her name is Sarah. Aha! Uh-huh. I don't. It's like uh-huh, was the what? husband gonna kill her? Oh, and she knew. Like a classic, we got a life insurance policy on you. Yeah. All right, we got our local cop who's like, yeah, I set his space up like JJ requested. Yeah, so we're in Maryland. <laughs> this guy looks like a frat bro. Like he does straight out of nineteen ninety. Get your haircut, sir. Yeah, his hair is like long but like parted in the middle. It's very unfortunate. <sighs> Um, so he, of course, local detective guy is like, hey, like, I want to help, but like, I don't have the manpower to be able to do this. Um, and he's like, I have a sister that's Carrie's age. And like, if I knew that somebody was doing that to my sister, like, oh man, like I would just like not be happy. It's like, all right, bro. Yeah. Also, I would just like to point out that Morgan was wearing a t-shirt. Meanwhile, JJ and Prentice are both in... A pantsuit. Of course. Blazers. <laughs> yeah. The whole nine. Um, the whole nine. So JJ just got off the phone and she's telling Prentice how like every time she chooses a case for them, she has to like justify her choice to someone higher up. Yep. And I guess she's having, I mean, rightfully so, she's having a hard time making the case for this one. Um and she's like, I, she's telling J- like Prentice basically like she hates hearing about cases that they didn't take that then something bad happens. Yeah. There was a lady who got acid thrown in her face. Right. Like a few days after they didn't take the case. Right. So she's like, so she, I feel like JJ just like has a bad feeling about this one. Yeah. And like sometimes you just got to go with your gut, girl. Yeah. Do you see how many bottles of water are on that table? It's a lot for those it was like same people, the people who are sitting there. 12 bottles of water. It's like, hey, if anybody's thirsty, stay hydrated. <laughs> We've got you covered. All right. So we're going to start building a timeline of like when the first weird notes start to show up. Um, they were on the 21st of the month. And so they're like, Something... if we can figure out what that date means to the stalker, we might be able to figure out how they're connected. What does Carrie do? She's got a very spiffy desk. I feel like she might be a lawyer. Yeah, she's giving me lawyer vibes. Yes, definitely. Maybe that's why she was able to really get in there. Because oh, she knew maybe. what um, she could do. So she has a boyfriend, Ryan, which is why she moved to Maryland. Because he lives in Maryland or is from Maryland. Oh. Um. So Emily and Prentice are like, let's start with a list of every weird dude you've ever met. Um, and anything, yeah, even indiscretions. And Carrie's like, I just don't get it. Like, what could I have possibly done to like make him that obsessed with me? And JJ's like, honestly, like nothing. Like for whatever reason, like when your paths crossed, like something clicked in his brain, and now like he can't let it go. But it's not something like you did. Like it's just 
one of those weird yeah. things just like you smile at a stranger suddenly they're stalking yeah you. which is why women like don't smile at anybody I feel yeah like. <laughs> all right i want to so... make as little contact with men as exactly to avoid having a stalker exactly um so another package has shown up at the door so they're like gonna uh-huh. go figure that out meanwhile uh see okay. the biceps <laughs> They com- don't look like the same They're person. They're not. The, so the One's newest. Tan yeah. and ripped. The newest one is like totally ripped and like a nice golden glow of a skin color. And then the <laughs> older ones are like pale ass, like skinny dude, like no yeah. muscle definition. Weird. Okay. okay so here's the, the fiance. Boyfriend. Or yeah, I guess he's the boyfriend. He looks like the right skin color. He does. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's kind of ripped, too. Okay, so they have a, a box that they're going to open. What could... What's in the box? What is... It's, it's another box. Like a necklace. It's a box a inside a box. Ears. Oh. oh. Earrings. <laughs> it's a pair of earrings on some ears. No, I'm just kidding. It's just earrings. Ew. Oh, it's a family heirloom. He wants oh. you to be part of his family. Gross. Ew. Uh, he hopes you give him a gift soon. Ew. That's gross. Yuck. I hate this. Um, so they're going to obviously try to at least use this as evidence to be able to try and track the mail and like whatever like probably nothing's gonna come out of that but like they have to try makes sense yep um so they're saying that his confidence confidence is building because now he's not just sending notes like he's like also sending presents yeah and like personal presents like you're giving like a family heirloom to this woman all right now we're back with the abused woman yes but this is the daughter sarah oh okay never mind and it sounds like the daughter does not believe that she was abused um because she was like i can't believe the mom was crazy yeah she was like if anything like it's her fault like she was a lousy cook do the laundry the house was filthy like she made everything harder oh is that a son either yes or her this the daughter's boyfriend maybe maybe i don't know she's but not bright basically they're just like shitting on the mom and they're like she yeah. is terrible and stupid she never did anything right like if my dad Dude. was trying to like it was being rough with her it was because like she she was just the worst and like whatever and she's like oh it's a brother because she says our father was kind and gentle and loving yeah and he Listen, always i've seen enough evil lives here to know what's going on right well now. it's like right off the bat like you kind of get the sense like the fury with which these kids are insulting their mom is it's like no you've also been been brainwashed yeah, everybody's like, been brainwashed like this is weird there's some real life examples of this yeah several and then they say so. that their mom was jealous that that the father loved them more than her and they're saying this like okay. with fully straight faces like they're just because like yeah he like said so all the time and like the look on rossi and hotch's faces are like something fucked up is happening here <laughs> like they just have this look on their face just like what yep. the hell all right we're at the home of carrie and her boyfriend she's in her harvard shirt yes yeah, so she definitely is so a she's lawyer a high achiever yes very much so that's really what we're supposed to infer here. Absolutely. All right. They're barking and growling. Is oh, it their dog? So they go check on the dog. 
when she meet this boyfriend? We need more. Why have they not? Yeah, I want to know the context in which she met this boyfriend and like if he. Uh oh, uh oh, is the dog missing? The gate's open. Oh, her dog's name is Come on, come on. Why did we all run out? (gasps) Okay, Silver Spring PD. One of the cops that must be like watching her house is like, hey, like somebody, like. I will, he's like, I will go, like, look for this dog, like, but you have to go back inside the house. And Carrie's like, okay. It was a distraction. Absolutely. The in the house. There's going to be a present on the table or something. Ew. Oh. You know oh, it. You know it. So. There's going to be, oh, rapid There's knocking. knocking on the door. No. No. Okay. So she opens it and it's, it's the same cop. cop. And he says, this was on the neighbor's lawn, and it's just the it's dog's the collar. collar. I almost said the dog's necklace. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a necklace for dogs. Oh, All now right, we're just we're hearing the, the dog whimpering. Place, and the dog's but there. But he's petting him and giving him That's a That's an old dog. He's a little fat lab. Look at his gray brows. So, yeah. So, he's like, oh, I miss her too, buddy. It's okay. Ew. So, he's not going to do anything terrible to the dog, which I appreciate, because that would make me upset. But <laughs> that would make you upset. Yeah. All right. Okay. We are looking at a bulletin board of pictures and stuff. So the theory right now is that he's been going through some self-improvement because he wants to look good for her. So they think mm-hmm. like he's been like bodybuilding and like tanning and like whatever because he wants to like build his confidence to be able to like talk to her. Yeah. And um, now he took her dog. And now he has her dog. Um, so, so he wants to prove how much she cares. He's going to pretend to be looking for the dog. Right. So, and put up, like, missing flyers. Well, and maybe, like, be the hero who, like, returns the dog. Like, oh, look, I found right. your dog. Like, don't you want to love me forever? Right. It's like, And no. now they think the boyfriend's going to be next. Ooh, Okay. Because he got the dog. Yep. Did you see that Lincoln in the background? No, I didn't. <laughs> it was... There he is. Oh, look at him. That is a big <laughs> picture of Abraham Lincoln. Lurkin' Lincoln. Like, even for me. They must really love him. <laughs> yeah. Or um, be related. So, they're saying now that, like, there's a possibility that the stalker is trying to remove any obstacle between him and her. So, mm-hmm. like, the boyfriend is the most logical obstacle. Like... Yep. Got to get him out of there. Also, Prentice is telling her, if he gets you alone, you need to play into his fantasy. Yeah. Um, because he's in the fantasy. He's not really going right. to want to hurt you, you if don't you're wanna, playing alone. Yeah, you don't want to anger him by, like, showing him that you have absolutely no interest in him. And, like... Right. Because he could react violently. Yep. Um. All right. So, going back to, like, trying to... I think figure out who he is they're like saying like it could be the smallest little thing about somebody that you like normally wouldn't pay attention to but you really gotta think but now we're back yep. in Boston and we're at the, that the place where the murder happened looks mighty fresh for how that far along so fresh. in this case that I think we are <laughs> like it's bright red and I feel like it should definitely be brown at this point oh yep Okay, so we're looking in the closet, and everything is, like, meticulously organized. Yes, it is. And Hotch is like, this doesn't make sense, because the kids made the comment about how, like, the house was always dirty, and, like, the mom right. was such a terrible housekeeper. The mom sucked. And they're like, look at this house. Like, it's perfect. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Although they think it's weird that they have two twin beds pushed together. Which is weird. Two mattresses. I like... 
kind of, but also not. It's still one bed. Like maybe well, they yeah. just had two twin mattresses. Yeah. Um, when we stayed in, I think it was London. They our bed was two twin mattresses pushed together. Yeah. In the hotel. Well, I know, like, when you have the beds that, like, they move independently, the sides, like, those are technically mm. twin beds pushed together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I always think about, how do you get sheets for those? Do you have separate sheets? Like, separate fitted no, sheets? you just wrap the sheets all the way around. But, like, the fitted sheet? What if one side of the bed is down and one side of the bed is up? How is that going to uh-huh. work? Oh, oh, valid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this has nothing to do with criminal minds and things are happening on screen, but... These are the things that I think about. It must be two separate sheets. It has to be. It has to be. Maybe it's two separate fitted sheets, but it's one big like, yeah, regular sheet. Yeah, you got sheet, one. Yeah. Which is weird Top still. Sheet. Okay. Anyway, we're talking about the stalker. <laughs> um, yeah, we're back at the with bro detective. Yeah, I don't know. They're just talking about the stalker, whatever. Oh, they're eating. A rare... Yes, so we're back to Hotch and Rossi, and Rossi is just, like, eating Chinese food while also staring at a photo of the family like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is weird. It is weird. So JJ right, just talking called. talking about JJ's case and yeah. how she's passionate. Yeah. So they're looking at the family photo, and they're like, it's weird, because, like, in this photo, they look pretty happy, and Rossi's like, it's pretty easy to fake happiness for, like, two seconds while you take a photo. Like, yeah, Rossi's like, I've been married 600 times. I get it. <laughs> yeah, like, it you know, doesn't... like, were you ever happy? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, hey, Rossi. Rossi tells it like it is. He's like, I don't know. He does. <laughs> I feel like later on, though, there's some, like, some of his ex-wives resurface and he's like, yes. you're the one that got away. He goes through some emotional growth later as far he as does. his wives and things go. <laughs> um, so whatever. They're talking about marriage and Rossi says like he feels like he might have tried harder if he had kids involved in his marriages, which he didn't. And Hotch is like, I tried. Yeah. I had a kid. And he's like, but I had Haley and Jack having, like, and my job. And now they're having, like, divorcee bonding. Yeah, totally. And Rossi's like, listen, you were trying to spread yourself too thin. Like, something had to give. And apparently it was your marriage. So, oh, well. <laughs> Shit happens, bro. <laughs> um, He's but, not any less committed. Yeah, like, clearly, yeah, like, to Hotch. being a dad. Yeah, dude. Hotch is taking this dad. a little personally, and it's like, we're not really talking about you, bro. Like, we're just talking yeah. about this family that was fucked up, and, like, now the husband's yep. dead. <laughs> like, yep. it has nothing to do with how good of a dad you are to Jack. Um, Four failed marriages. Rossi's only been divorced three times. I feel like that changes later in the series. Yeah, I feel like a higher number. that number gets higher. <laughs> um... Ugh. Yeah, we're whatever. They're so they're saying like, hey, everybody in a marriage like has their breaking point. Like Haley got to the point where she couldn't do it anymore. So like, yep, that's what happened. That's how it goes. Now we're seeing Garcia, and she's working the stalker she's case. Gross. What's she squeezing there? It looks like, it's like a, a squeezy stress pear. Oh, um, and so she Garcia is saying that she feels creepy because she's like looking into Carrie's life it, like with so much detail yep. um, yeah and she was she's looking at her doctor and like the money that she spent in Vegas a couple months ago and like whatever um, she went to a clinic three times even ooh. though she had the best doctor in Atlanta okay so that's interesting, interesting. 
Um, okay, so let's oh. go confront her. So they were trying to get her to figure out what was significant about the 21st. So she hasn't figured that mm. out yet. So JJ says, why did you go to a clinic last year? And she's like, oh, shit. And My secret's up. Prentice is like, you got to tell us, girlfriend. Like, this Ryan is important. Know. So the boyfriend doesn't know. Secrets. secrets What'd you do? No Abortions. Fun. STDs. What are we Something What are like we talking that. about? Um, so what she says. Is, dot, dot, dot. It has to have been an abortion. I was pregnant. Yep. She was pregnant. Yep. But she went three times. So she said three. She says, I couldn't have a baby because like. Oh, I guess you probably go multiple times. Well, probably. Yeah. You got to go like for a, like, like a consult. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen Juno. I get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she's basically saying like, she didn't know what her relationship was, was with Ryan at the time. Like she didn't want to put pressure on it. So like she made this decision. And then of course the boyfriend walks in. Right. Yeah, as she's admitting With a bag all of full this. of food. And he's like, Carrie, are and you he- ever going to tell me? And then she gets upset. And of course, JJ and Prentice are like, this feels like something we shouldn't be here for. <laughs> and he's like, I thought you wanted to have kids. And she's like, I do, bitch. It's called family But planning. like, not right then. Yeah. <laughs> and the look on Prentice's face is like, my awkward meter is like sky <laughs> high through the roof. This is the highest it gets like the whole show, I swear. Yeah. Like, they're just like. <laughs> that's, a, that's an awkward situation. So Ryan has walked out of the room. Carrie's upset. Carrie goes after jj just goes carrie yeah and oh door opens and shuts it's like girlfriend you can't go outside there's a stalker after you oh and ryan goes outside and the windshield on his car is smashed if you ever wanted to smash a windshield i feel like that'd be something that'd be kind of fun i want to do it i think it'd be pretty fun have you ever seen I those like too. rooms that you can go into that yes. are just a bunch of shit and you just get to smash it i think yeah i want to do fun. it really bad all right uh, so we the, see the stalker creeping cr- oh the creepy I can't smile look at him the creepy smile through the bushes. <laughs> that was uh, too much. It gave me chills. God. Okay. We okay. are at the station. Yeah. Um, so they took the police report about the car. It's like $500 worth in damages. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay. So they're right. like, JJ, why are you taking this so hard? And she's like, dude, this is wild. And, that's and JJ's criminal minds. Well, and JJ feels guilty now because like they threw this other wrench into things when like Carrie's life is already a shit show. And Prentice yeah. is like, we have to ask these questions. Like we have to figure out what the fuck is going on here. And like we can't do that unless we know everything about this woman. Which I yep. guess is like kind of the irony of it all is that like Carrie as a human being is being like, you know violated by this like stalker who wants to like know things about her without her consent that is definitely him he is across the street and he is staring at her you what else is he in i recognize that face and then he just like disappears so now she's having flashbacks and she's seeing that head stuck out to me at the dry cleaner she's seeing him and like she's like all the time so she gets her cell phone her red razor oh yeah Okay. Now. All right. We're we back are in Boston. Back with the Boston. So this is the mother who has killed everyone, or not everyone, her husband. <laughs> and she hot. She just goes, "I killed my husband." <laughs> like, well, her yeah, we know. Out, out of this world. And she's like, "What she else says, is there to say? Him. I shot him." Oh, it's what I had to do. She's very weird. Like, <laughs> she reminds me of what's her name, Frank's love interest from season two or season one whatever who's frank frank oh bone lady rib Milkshake. lady rib lady yeah. yeah 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 um 
Jane. Her name is Jane, Jane. right? Yes, yes. Um, so this woman is like kind oh. of weirdly aloof, but like she's she, got some Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, because she's like, I'm my fat. Hus- I'm a terrible housekeeper. I'm a terrible cook. Yeah, and she's like, my husband was so patient with me, but like I'm the worst. Like I needed a husband with a lot of patience. So like she, this dude like did a number on this fucking family. Yep, like. And Yikes. and so Rossi's like, hey, so like, why did you never your son says that you never went to any of his like school functions or anything. And she's like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. probably right. Like, I didn't want to embarrass my kids in public. So I just like stayed home. It's like, oh, what? No, Honey, this poor woman. No. OK, so, we're with the sketch artist. Yeah. And so she's like, I have definitely seen this guy. I see him everywhere I go, but I never realized it at the time. And yep. And she's like, how is this possible? Like, how did I not put like make the connections? And it's like, girl, it's okay. Like, you're fine. Morgan gave her Morgan gave her a little mini pep talk. He was like, you're strong. You've got this. You're fine. Yep. Um. All right. So we're thinking he could turn violent soon. Which, like, surprise, surprise. Of course, if he doesn't get what he wants, like, there's a very strong possibility that he will right. get violent. We're reaching the end of the episode. It's about to yes, happen. Yes, we are about. going to happen. We're about to climax here. Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I meant, like, in terms of our narrative, okay? <laughs> Couldn't have picked a worse way to say it. I know. Whatever. <laughs> All right. I totally Is missed Boston what that phone call was about. Birthplace. What? No, that Boston Crest said nation's birthplace. I guess technically it Disagree. is. Disagree. Philadelphia. It's more of the rebellion's birth. It's more of like the American Revolution's birthplace, but I, w- I wouldn't yeah. say it's our country's birthplace. Yeah. That's a yeah. That's a wrong claim, Boston. Yeah. Um, Fuck off, Boston. All right, so all right, so, so Hotch is giving. Rossi. Yeah, they're saying like, in our opinion, she is definitely mentally abused. Like, there is absolutely oh, like yeah. no question. But like, the local cop like doesn't buy it. Like, she's like, "What are yeah. you talking about?" And they're like, "Listen, you wanted our opinion. Our opinion is that this woman is mentally fucked." Like, <laughs> here it is. Here's okay. the dog walking scene. So Ryan sees a man walking their missing dog. And the guy's like, this isn't your dog, buddy. Back off. And he's like, it is my dog. This haircut is weird. <gasps> and he, he punches, punches him, him in the face. Oh, he probably thinks he's the stalker. Yeah. So he's like, get away from Carrie. And the dog's just and barking. And the dog's barking. Brody's just like, Pork dad, pork. stop. And so Carrie. Oh. But the stalker's <laughs> in the house. Ew. So it's like Ryan's outside just beating the shit out of some dude. And the stalker's actually eh. in the house. All right. So all right, we're all here. So some guy paid him to walk the dog. The guy that Ryan was punching says that a man in a brown van paid him $50 to walk the dog. And this is something that Kelly and I have talked so many times about, (laughs) which is a random person comes up and offers you money to do something ridiculous. Why the fuck would you do it? Like, like 50 bucks. Why? I would need more. Would you not be like, why? Whose dog is this? And why am I walking it? Like, would your like yeah. red flag not go up? Like, this is in weird? a creepy van. Yeah. 
All right. Also, all right, in so the meantime, Carrie's missing. Carrie's She's missing. in the van. She is now in the brown She's van. She's seeing all the pictures of her. Yep. She sees a gun. Yep. 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 So. And she knows. Play along. Yep. So the stalker is like, do you like what you see? Like all my photos? And she's like, yeah, it's really nice. (laughs) And he's like, did you like those pictures of me? And he's like, yeah, it's really good to see you in person finally. Um, And he's like, well, you've seen me before. And she's like, well, yeah, 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 totally. And he's like, where? Um, And he she goes, you mean for the first time on the the 21st? Connect the dots, dude. Dude, she is so smart. You are smart, Carrie. You got this. You can survive. Hell yeah, Carrie. And then she says that his haircut looks nice. Um, Ew. He's like, you didn't like it long. And she's like, I don't like anything that's on your head, you weirdo. (laughs) And then she's like, I thought about cutting my hair. And he says, don't you do it. Don't cut your hair. And it's like, okay, dude. Yeah, sorry. Whatever. All right. All right. So Garcia's running something. She's I running, know. I think, like, she's cross-checking photos from, like, Georgia and Maryland. And they're trying to, like, find, you know, obviously an overlapping set of names. Um, oh, yeah. he's an IT guy that worked at her legal, legal firm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's always no criminal record. The IT um dang all right so she's gonna track him down boop boop bop try to find some stuff mike hicks got him so we got a name we got an address but guess what he's in a van yeah dude vans don't have addresses there's nothing there ain't gonna be shit there yeah no this is the part where we go to their house they're never there yep this is a misdirect until we to like raise the stakes yep because he freaking lives in his van. So they're trying to figure out where he might take her. Oh, they are engaged. Because oh, Ryan says I proposed to her are. on the Chesapeake Bay. Okay. Um. So they're right, thinking. We are. Yeah, we're back. We're back in Boston. This we're is, back with Audrey, it's a lot. aka Jane, <laughs> aka <laughs> most recent Jane, battered woman. <laughs> um, She's a mom in a Disney Channel original movie for sure. Yeah. I can't think of which one, but the, she's the cop for or sure. the murdery lady. The murder lady. Okay. All right. So oh my God. Aubrey is saying that she just finished hanging up her husband's shirts and we're seeing her like measure how far apart the hangers are. She um, says she saw him on the bed. Yeah. And I knew it had to be then. Yep. She said that was my only chance. Wow. Um, so she said I decided I had to kill him. And so she just takes out she a gets gun. Out a-, a big oh. old shotgun. She puts some stuff in there. Some stuff. And she shoots them. some shotgun shells. <gasps> and oh boy, that's an the blood splatters. Blood on her face, <laughs> on the headboard, on her shoes, and on she her says, pearls. I shot my husband. And then the local cop like looks at Rossi, like, "See, I told you she shot her husband." And it's like the question has never been whether or not she shot the husband. The question is whether or not she's yeah. abused and like did it to survive. And so, and then she says she has to clean up. Yeah. But she didn't. And she said, I wasn't hiding anything. So the local cop was like, well, why did you clean up the blood then? And she's like, because the police were coming and Philip would have been so mad if I let strangers into the house and saw a mess like that. And it's like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) So the the local cop's like, oh, shit. She like, yeah, she looks at Hotch (laughs) like, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) This is fucked up. 
Her life's been punishment enough. Yeah, man. Oh. Um. So they're gonna charge yeah, her with something charge her lower. With criminally negligent homicide. Yeah, probation with probation time and time served. Yeah, that woman has been through it. Man. She needs some help. She needs some serious help, and her they, kids that whole need family fucking does. help. Those kids, yeah, yeah. God. All right, we're All back right, to we're the, back van. the bus. The bus. Yeah, van. we're back on That's the crazy bus, and. Carrie's oh, she's like, trying to get him to take off the zip tie handcuffs. So she's like, hey, can you take these off like now that we're safe? So she's playing along with this idea of like, yeah, oh, we're yeah. trying to stay away from other people. Like the other people are a problem. So he cuts her restraints, which is good. And, and now he he's touching grabs her. her wrist. Ew, ew. He's sniffing her hands. Ew, 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 ew. Oh, gross. And she is disgusted. She's I, like ugh. throwing up in her mouth, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Ew. Ew, when you got up in, from your desk and I sat in your chair. Ew. And you. Ew, and then he laughs. You, you said, said oops. oops. Oh. oh. I hate it. I hate it too. And he looks at her again. I knew then <sighs> that you felt it too. Ew, he's going to try to kiss her. Ew, he oh. is. Ew, 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 ew. But she's going to do it. She's going to do it. It's going to Oh, it's so I slow. can't look. Oh, she oh. I hate it. It's like when oh. Michael Scott kisses Oscar in the office. <laughs> <laughs> he like, like he had like he her bottom lip, face. like like between both his lips, and it was gross. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they All right. decide to go for a walk. Okay, and this poor like, woman. Bleh. I cannot. I cannot imagine. Give me the mouthwash. Yeah, like ugh. Like how terrible. Okay, so and he's <laughs> climb out of your van. So they're definitely by the water. Blows. Oh, and he's gonna he take grabs the, gun. the gun. And it's like, dude, why are you so crazy? So he's like holding on to her very tightly because obviously he's insane. And he's like, it's so beautiful here, don't you think? And it's like, no one notices this. Like no one is looking at this and thinking <gasps> it's weird. Okay, the team is there. The team is there. How'd they know? Because that this is where Ryan proposed to her. So, Oh, right, right, right. He okay. puts the gun to her head. Yes, of course. We're going to have a classic showdown. Will they say Someone it's say over? it's over. Um, oh, Prentice is also playing along. Yep. So they're right. like, you don't need that gun? Like, she's she, so happy Yeah, now. like she told you that she wants to be with you. Like, what are you doing, bro? Um, and she's like, hey, they think that you're going to hurt me. Like, if you put the gun down, like, then we can just, like, be together. And Morgan's, like, lurking around the corner. How much do you want to bet he tackles this situation? Uh, yeah, dude. Someone says it's, he either tackles him or shoots him. Wow, she's really selling it. She yeah. grabs his hand. She, like, holds his hand. She's like, we could find a little. But her house. eyes could not be open anymore. Oh, my lighter. God, yeah. Like, the eyes say, holy shit, someone get this man away from me. <laughs> like, and he's, like, so lit. He puts the kay. gun in his pocket. Yep. She runs. Ooh, she runs. Morgan jumps on him like a spider monkey. Like a spider monkey. Just, oh, yeah. Yay. You did save it, girl. the day. Girlfriend, you did it. You were yes. the hero in your own story. Good job. And then oh, he's, he's like. he's freaking out. Yeah, he's being like typical psycho and just like yelling and being like, they can't keep us apart. It's like, oh, but they can. And she's like, yeah, okay, well. And then Prentice and Emily are just being everyone, the world's greatest cheerleaders. And they're just like, yep. you did it. Like, good job. And they, what did they find in the van? Along with a thousand. What was that? I don't know. It was like, oh. 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 A letter. 
I think it was like I think it was like an email or something that she sent being yeah. like, "Hey, can you help me with my computer?" Yeah. <laughs> and so he thought it was like their anniversary. Oh, now okay. Ryan and Carrie are reunited. They're pressing foreheads. Dude, I would be like, "Give me some scissors to cut these zip ties off my wrist." I would be like, "Someone get me a shower because I just had to yeah, kiss my stalker." Yeah, mouthwash. Like, ew. <laughs> All right. Rossi. All right, we are back at the FBI with Rossi and Hotch. Yep. Is Rossi going to be like, hey, you want to go get dinner, buddy? Because <laughs> Hotch. Or he's going to be like, I know you love your son. Like, divorce doesn't make the man. <laughs> or does he just walk away? Put that on a, a freaking throw pillow. Divorce doesn't make <laughs> the man. <laughs> he just walks away. And now we're at JJ, who's asleep at her desk. Yeah, she's just like, oh, boy, that was a rough one. And she's like, you should go. And Prentice is like, everything's going to be fine. Like, Carrie's good. Everybody's good, man. And she's like, what's the problem? You've been a little off. And she's like, It's because you broke up with... They didn't what's break his up. face? Yes, they... Oh, you're right. They, they decided got back in the end to be together. Right, right. And everyone else goes, it's about time. Yeah, everybody finds out. All right, so she's going through her desk. Does she have pulls her out own a piece stalker? Of paper. What's it going to be? It's what is a it? Check? That's not a check. It looks like a. I don't know what it looks like. What is it? I didn't see it enough to be able to see what it is. I thought it looked like some sort of bank statement. No, I didn't. Well, maybe. Okay, she goes. Hey, it's me. Got a minute? Oh. Oh. Is this? Oh, and then she says That's, we need isn't to talk. That, is that a test result? I think it is. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Oh my god! Recording! I didn't, I didn't realize that that I, was this part. I this is so soon. Oh my gosh! So there you go. Wow! What a little cliffhanger to end on. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Um, Spoiler alert! Woo! That's how Gilmore Girls ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was thinking, like, I feel like there's a lot of TV Listen. shows that use the. I'm pregnant. Oh, absolutely. As, like, a final line. Like, the I'm pregnant, like, like cliffhanger drop, like, that is one of television's greatest tropes, which is just, yes. like, to just drop that bomb, like, in the middle of a situation to make things extra dramatic. Like, that yep. is that is a classic television thing. Like, happens all the time. Um, time. Whew. What do you think of that one? Um... I think I like it. I think I do, too. Because of Carrie. <laughs> yes. I liked Carrie. We do. I liked Carrie a lot. We do, I think, as a duo, tend to... We like the ones where the victims are, are pretty, like, like, like strong women who are just like, yeah. fuck you, you're not going to ruin my life. Like, like, they do everything exactly right and yeah, they get out. Yeah. Nobody died. And they, that is true. Nobody died. That's a very unusual episode of Criminal Minds for no one to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The dog got back safely, which is important. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they didn't shoot the unsub. They didn't. No, literally no one died. Oh, I guess that lady. Well, that's true. That different case. <laughs> that guy died. But he was a I piece of say, shit, so it's okay that he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, rightfully so were upset when we discovered that there was a strong B line. Yeah. And B plot that yeah. was it just kind of distracted from the situation. 
It was a little bit better than when they stupidly go interview that serial killer. Yes. Because it carried throughout the whole episode and you kind of saw it bring Hotch and Rossi together a little right. more. But yeah. still, I don't know. Still feels unnecessary. And to be totally honest, like, I feel like that second case, that Boston case with, like, the woman who shot her husband, like, that could have been, like, its own episode. Like, I feel like I that was an agree. interesting enough premise that, like, they could have really, like, drawn that out and developed it better. And, like, it could have been a really interesting episode on its own so i think it's weird and kind of odd that they made the choice instead to like cram it in with this one because it's just like Mm -hmm. why'd you do that Mm -hmm. like why why like yeah and that's what i guess maybe i don't get about any of the episodes where they do that where it's just like what is like what is the purpose of trying to cram two cases into one episode like did you feel like you didn't have enough for either of them so you just decided to like (laughs) smash them together like i don't get it um which like yeah i don't know like they yes they could have like developed the woman killing her husband more but also the stalker episode was strong on its own too right and that's why i don't it doesn't really make sense but i do i have a if we want to just segue into the fun fact we can okay, do that because yeah. my Please fun do. fact relates to this and i feel like okay, it will bring it on draw out our our conversation so my fun fact for this week is that this is the second of only nine episodes in the entire show in the entire run of criminal minds where the team splits their attention between two places simultaneously oh so the first one of course is the one that we know and hate which is uh, <laughs> yes. when most of the team solves Rossi's cold case while Hotch and Reed go and pointlessly interview that inmate. So that's the first one. This is the second one. All of the others, so there's seven more where this happens, all of those are in season 12 as part of that storyline when Reed's in jail. Ugh. So that makes maybe me... Maybe that's why I hated that may- so Maybe. But, I mean, that makes more sense to me because the storyline with Reed was a was a long haul storyline like that was like a longer storyline that was being drawn out through the entire season so like it makes sense that they would also be solving cases simultaneously while they're working on Reed's case like I can Mm -hmm. forgive that like that makes sense right but the fact that they only do this two other times and it's both in this season makes me think that they realize that it doesn't work. Like it makes me think (laughs) that like they did it for a specific reason or maybe they tried it thinking like, Ooh, like, will this make it more interesting? Like if we split the team's attention a little bit and then maybe they just realized like, nah, this doesn't really do what we thought it was going to do. So forget it. Yeah. Cause they don't do it again. Like until they get to, season 12 thank god right <laughs> yeah like they're getting a little experimental in season three yeah they're like we've settled in joe montaigne is here let's right. get spicy oh it doesn't work right okay or let's put it to rest is it what we've talked a little bit about already or is that is it somehow related to the writer's strike which was right. that they ended up having a shortened season did they have other cases that they really liked and like wanted to get in there but this was the only way that they could do it so they like crammed them in together maybe i don't know 
We need to get a writer on the show. Stat. I need to ask these questions. I just want to know why. I need answers. Why is season three like this? (laughs) Why are you like this? (laughs) Um, Overall, it's a very good season, but these weird little quirks. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of inclined to blame it on the writer's strike. Because that just feels like the only, like, that just seems like the only detail that could possibly explain why season three is so much different than the others. Like, yeah. In yeah. terms of like their the way that they do things. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they yeah. were just experimenting with it. Clearly it didn't work and thank goodness they give up on it because they don't do it yeah. again. But um yeah. so yeah, so there's your fun fact. Only nine episodes. How I don't know how many episodes there are total of Criminal Minds, like literal hundreds, but Yeah. Um only nine of them. But do, but do they split their attention like that? Well, thank goodness. And thank goodness we've only we've seen the old the <laughs> two that we don't We're like. We're on a break. <laughs> and for now that, we won't have for now. We won't have to deal with this nonsense again until we get to season twelve. <laughs> oi, oi, oi! Thank goodness. Thank goodness. So yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's a pretty good episode. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't feel super strongly about it one way or the other, but I feel like it's pretty good. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I can't think of a weakness that really sticks out for me. No. Other than the fact that, like, the B story could have been its own episode. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty That's much. That's about it. And then you hit, you know, they hit you at the end with, like, a real, like, right. personal cliffhanger, which is, like, you know, oh, boy, like, JJ's pregnant. Like, which and that, you're, like, super invested in them at that right. point, Right. Like, I, I feel like that's an interesting development, too, because, like, that's kind of, like... The first, like, this is, they're still dipping their toes in the water of the personal stuff. Like, it's not, like, it becomes much more prevalent in this season than it has in the first two. And so, like, going for a pregnancy, like, I feel like is a lot. But I'm also, I'm wondering if she was pregnant in real life and they had to. I think that is the case. I think that's the case. I wasn't going to say anything because I thought you might save it for a fun fact. No, I I don't have that as a fun fact. But I was like, I'm pretty sure that she's pregnant in real life. So I'm sure they were just kind of like, well, like she's pregnant. So we got to either write it in or we're going to have to go (laughs) way. Weirdly hide her belly. Yeah, like we're going to (laughs) go way out of our way to hide it. Which like, this is a show where that's pretty hard to do. Like if she's out in the field, like she can't be like behind folders and big purses you know what i mean she's all yeah so she's always wearing extremely large cardigans extremely large cardigans very baggy baby doll shirts yes and like just like even when she's like running down the sidewalk she's like carrying (laughs) something in front of her it's very weird yeah the team is the team is when they're running down the sidewalk like the team is always on one side of the sidewalk and she's like always like weirdly behind some bushes It's so strange. I just, why does that keep happening? <laughs> so yeah, keep your eyes peeled, guys. Yeah, which like see how we see how it goes. I'm glad that they did decide to do that though, because I'm glad that like somebody else is in the show is at this point getting like the personal treatment because like right now it's like it's just like Hotch's bullshit like his like his like same drawn out thing of like oh like I'm so broken up about like my inability to like balance my home life and my work life and like it's such a tragedy that my marriage fell apart and it's like we get it like that has been your issue since freaking episode one and like it's still happening and I yes. <sighs> like we get 
Reed's drug addiction gets so yeah, that's a blip on the radar and then it's something else but we're drawing out Hotch's divorce yes like it's all of our divorces <laughs> yes but it and it's kind of like I don't know like it's kind of a disservice to his character I feel like in a lot of ways because like they make him so two-dimensional like it's like yeah you have business hosh who like solves cases and runs his team and then you have sad divorced hosh who like can't get his home life and his like and has all of this daddy guilt and like husband guilt and that's it that's all he gets for three seasons and for the rest of them like i feel like the rest of them have come a lot further than that and he's not like he's developing so slowly and the rest of them are getting these like other things going on and like to your point hosh is still just really bummed about his divorce (laughs) (laughs) yeah he gets better hosh as a character gets better yeah but we've got a while a while like i feel like like big Am I, I don't want to like share this big spoiler if there's those of us that like haven't seen it but like you'll know what I'm talking about there's a big event involving Haley I feel like it's not until after that that he starts right. to like become interesting yes like he has I other agree. things that he's doing like yeah and the rest of, I mean not all of them are are th- having like character development at the same pace necessarily like i feel like emily hasn't really gotten anything up until this point like the most interesting thing that we know about her is that she had this really interesting upbringing because her mom was a diplomat like that's kind of it and like rossi we know he's been married a lot of times and like he's a famous author (laughs) like and he had that cold case with that bracelet that he really liked (laughs) um and like you know, Reed has, yeah, he had his weird drug addiction that was, like, a thing we forgot about. But, like, <laughs> we know, like, he has, the, you know, his mom that has, like, these mental right. issue, issues that she hasn't been brought up in a while. But, like. Right. She keeps, she'll pop up. She'll pop up consistently show, later. Though. And then, obviously, like, Morgan has his, like, you know, childhood trauma that he, that we've mm-hmm. learned about. So, like, they all have little things. This is, like, JJ, I mean, like, we know that she's ha- she has that, uh, we have. She has that sister that killed herself, right? Is that yeah, what I think so. Um, yeah. So, like, we know about that. And then we, now she's got this, like, personal thing going on with Will that we didn't technically know about until the last episode. And now we've got this baby. So she's really, like, racking up the personal things. <laughs> she is. Um, she is. But, so we're getting there. We're getting, they're becoming more multifaceted people. Slowly over time. This is a joyful time in the show. <laughs> a joyful time. There's a baby <laughs> on the way. It's there a joyful is. time. The baby, he's so cute. He is so cute. I love when he premieres. Um, so, yeah. We're on to, like, a an interesting phase of Criminal Minds, I feel like. Yeah. Um, a good phase. I like the upcoming Because we, yeah, we only have only two more episodes of this season. And then we're done yeah. with this season. <gasps> so... It approaches. It's going to be season four before you know it. Holy cow. Holy cow. Um, Do you have a recommendation for us? I do. Hold on. I had a yawn. (laughs) That was a big one. Okay. You know what? I'm tired. All right. (laughs) I get it. What are you talking you about? You're not even going to work tomorrow. You're taking tomorrow off. (laughs) Tomorrow's my anniversary, guys. 
from when we're recording. It will have been two days in the past from when you're listening yes. to this, but yes. whatever. Yes. Um, just because I'm not going to work tomorrow doesn't mean I can't be tired today. <laughs> All right, Kelsey. <laughs> I just feel like you can't like don't throw your being tired in my face with your. Oh, yawns I'm sorry. Let because me. Because you get to <laughs> let like, me hold my yawns in. You get to like go to sleep tonight and know that you don't have to go to work tomorrow. Which is yeah. just like a different level of rest. <laughs> I guess. Whatever. What's your recommendation? All right. My recommendation is a podcast. Okay. And I'm not sure if I've recommended it before. <laughs> I mean, I'll let I you know. <laughs> I don't know if I'll remember or not. <laughs> I've recommended a few podcasts. I know I that can't you've remember. recommended. You've recommended My Favorite Murder. Yes. Um, Did I do Noble Blood ever? No. Okay. Well, that's not it. Oh, damn. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> I'm I'm holding on to that one oh. still, I guess. Okay. Um podcasts are really my like rainy day recommendation of like nothing's really stuck out to me snack wise recently. I'm still on the Parmesan garlic pieces. <laughs> I'll be honest, before we sat down to record, I was thinking about it and I was like, Oh man, like wonder if she's gonna re- recommend a snack and then i was like oh, i already went to the grocery store today so if she does <laughs> i was like if she does then i'm gonna have to wait a whole week before i can go pick it up <laughs> no no good no new snacks oh, good, here good um for now for now you know okay snacks are always popping up yeah but it's a podcast Kay. i'm gonna recommend it i think I think this is the first podcast I ever subscribed to. Oh. I've been listening to it for a very long time. Okay. It's called Throwing Shade. I don't know if you've recommended this or not either. Okay. It's hard for <laughs> well, me to remember because, I mean, I've heard you talk about it. So I don't know if I've, if you right. talked about it just to me about other things or if you've recommended it. I don't think it. I have. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead okay. and go pretend like I've never discussed that this show before. Okay. So it's called Throwing Shade. It's hosted by Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi. Um, it is a comedy podcast and they discuss current events and current issues. And they each like Brian usually picks an issue related to gay things because he's gay. And Aaron usually picks something related to women's issues because she's a woman. Yeah, okay. And it's just hilarious and like just a fun way to engage with the current world and always has been that and sounds lovely <laughs> it's a like and it's about as long as our podcast okay um they also have a spinoff called groceries oh <laughs> in which they review grocery stores really and it's amazing are there like I'm trying to think of, like, how many grocery stores are there to, like, choose well, from. so they live in Los Angeles, so they have the plethora of, like, California grocery stores okay. and weird Los Angeles grocery stores. Ralph's. Um, yeah, the, they, I, they just did Ralph's on the one that say, I listened Ralph's to last week. Ralph's is a week. big Southern California grocery <laughs> store. Yeah, they really Vons. shit on Ralph's. There's Vaughn's. Ralph's. I think they've done Vaughn's. Yep albertson's albertson's yes <laughs> i'm trying to think of like every grocery store i've ever been to with my grandma and i'm like <laughs> of course whole foods sure sure trader joe's um trader tj's yeah. um so that is equally as entertaining 
I love it. I don't know why. Like, I really want to listen to that, which is such a weird thing because, like, what an odd concept, but I feel like I would enjoy it. It's good. So it's in, it's a spinoff podcast, but they release it in their Throwing Shade feed. Okay. And the like currently premiering episodes are behind a paywall on Stitcher Premium because they're with a network. Oh. But they're releasing season one on the free feed. Okay. Right now. Okay. So I've been listening to season one, so it's like a year old. Okay. But yeah, it's I still hilarious. To that. I'll be yeah. honest. I yeah. got I'm finally like crawling my way out of my podcast hole that I had dug oh, for good. myself. Oh, um good. I think I only there's maybe like only like four episodes on my download list that I haven't listened to yet. It's a combination of like, I think I have like one more full length, my favorite murder, a couple mini sods. And then I think I have a noble blood and a American shadows, but I was thinking about adding to my repertoire. And so perhaps mm. I'll listen to the grocery, the grocery store thing. Groceries. Groceries. Yeah. That sounds like they something are, I could enjoy. So the podcast is called Throwing Shade right now, but this was a terrible time for me to recommend it because they're changing the name of the show oh. like this week because they're woke and they realize that Throwing Shade is like a drag culture thing, so they don't mm. want to use it as the name of their podcast anymore. Okay. But there are, there's like a decade of episodes wow. to listen to. Like I listen, I started listening in college, so wow, it's been a while. Like an early podcast. Like, that's a very, I feel Dude. like there's so many podcasts these days, but, like, that's, like, an early one. That's, like. Right. They've been at it for a while, you know. Yeah. They're one of those, you know, like, the brand of Los Angeles comedian who doesn't have a TV show, so they started a podcast. Sure. sure. I have listened to a lot of those in my time. But now, <laughs> they got. Time, like, you're, like, a freaking old lady, like. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, when there Back was in my when there's only a few podcasts. <laughs> Back when Steve Jobs was alive and came <laughs> up with the podcast, <sighs> um, they did their podcast got turned into a television show that oh. was on TV Land. <laughs> really? But it only lasted one season. Damn. As things like that do. Sure, sure. But Brian is one of the he's. He's not a main star, but he's like a supporting star on 911. Really? Another really? recommendation from Kelly McMaster's Parsons. Exactly. Worlds collide. Recommendations Worlds collide. collide. I started watching that show before I knew he was on it. And yeah. then I was like, like, I followed him on Instagram. And I was like, wait, he's on 911 now? And so I like had to rush to catch up because I was like, oh my gosh, Brian Safi's on 911. Speaking of people recognizing people that were that are in like things on television or whatever, yesterday Stephen, when we were like getting ready for bed, Stephen was like flipping through the channels, and Final Destination Two was on, and AJ Cook is in Final Destination Two. That was like one of her like very early acting credits, and Stephen has this thing that he thinks that I have this like really like uncanny ability to just like recognize people in television shows and it drives him nuts because uh-huh. i'll be like we'll be watching something and i'll be like oh that's the girl from like whatever and he'll be like what <laughs> and i'll be like yeah like look that's the <laughs> that's the and it's always like a really like random actor and a random character like some small character and something that'll be like oh yeah uh-huh. that's the girl from that and it drives him nuts because he's like how do you notice that <laughs> And so he literally turns it on and it just happened to be a scene like where like the 
like it was just like on AJ Cook's face and I was like oh look a little baby JJ and he was like how do you do that and I was like that was a major coincidence because I had just like read about like her IMDB page so I like knew that she was in Final Destination 2 but I was just like oh there she is but she's a brunette and it's super weird oh but I was gonna say like AJ Cook like that's of course, he should know you're going to recognize I her. I think the hair threw him off because he like, yeah. just, she was on it for like a blip, like the screen for a blip. And then she came back and I was like, look, like there she is. And he was like, oh yeah, that is her. It's like, she's brown hair though. It's weird. I was like, it is weird. Mm-hmm. Also, she's like a little baby faced because she's like, I mean, very young in that movie. So yeah, but yeah. Wow. Well, I think that I'm going to take you up on the groceries thing. I will say <laughs> that. There's another podcast that I have not yet listened to myself, but I've been like, I keep thinking like I need to like just listen to it. It's a similar kind of thing and I cannot remember the name of it. I'll have to look at it. But they, um, they review rides at Disneyland or Disney World. (laughs) And I feel like it's a similar concept and I've been (laughs) intrigued by it because I love me some Disneyland or some Disney World, either or. Um, Yeah. So that could be another thing. Like if you feel so inclined, I'll check. I haven't, I have no idea how good it is because I have not listened to it, but yeah. Um, I'll warn you. So the brand of comedy they do a little bit, it's going to take like some getting used to. Okay. <laughs> like they do like they're, it's them che- like they're lifelong, fr- not lifelong friends, but almost like they've known each other a really long time. So they have like their own little inside jokes. And so oh, like, yeah. As you get with a podcast, like, there are things that they'll say and you'll be like, what the fuck is that? Like, I haven't been listening to this for 200 years. And so <laughs> because Groceries is a spinoff, right. you're going to have a little bit of that from Throwing Shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to stick with it. It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I'm ready. I could, I could take... one of my go I feel like I probably also need to diversify my podcast list because like i'll be honest it's pretty dark like it's mostly just comedy in there like it's literally like my favorite murder is about as funny as it gets although oh my Mm. god (laughs) we don't need to talk about this on the podcast necessarily but there was a minisode (laughs) that i just listened to about a, a post office worker with a rancid fart oh yeah and i laughed so hard that i played <laughs> it for steven because i was like you have to listen to this story because it's so funny yeah that was a good oh one. my god cassie and i were both we were both listening when that played oh my god so and funny. we all we had a good chuckle they called in a hazmat team <laughs> for this fart because it smelled so bad and he didn't want to admit that he had farted and he thought oh god who would i wouldn't I feel like once it gets to that point, you can't because you like can't. you can't be like yes, like that was so disgusting <laughs> that it came out of my body, and like sorry that like I didn't admit this earlier, and now the hazmat team is like coming down the road. Like you can't, you just have you to can't. let it play out at that point. Like you gotta let it ride. You just like, <laughs> it's, like... Oh, that's it's so still funny. getting you. It's so funny because it's just like, could you imagine? Could you? Could you imagine a fart that smelled so bad that they thought it was a chemical leak? Like, Dude, I, I can't. Ooh, man, I can't. Or one bad. that sticks around for that long. <laughs> it lingers. It just like, like they dissipate. 
in an ideal world, they dissipate. They blend into the smell of the room eventually. I'll be honest. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like Sadie lets ones out that were like, you're just kind of like, this is never going away. Like it's, <laughs> it's is my normal it's now. seeped into the fabric of like the couch. Aw. <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that note, um, happy anniversary i guess that's it oh thank you <laughs> and yeah i guess that's it that's all we have for you today um today but yeah thank you for being here today thank you um, for being here today it's good to be back thanks for um being patient while we went on our little mm-hmm. hiatus mm-hmm. um but yeah we got two more episodes to go man and then we got a bonus episode to record so we're at, we're at the fun part of the seasons which is we are as we're coasting towards the ser- season finale um and in the meantime you can of course follow us on our socials yes um at unknown sub pod on twitter yeah i'm really acing it now like You're i think it. i think i've said it enough that i <laughs> but I won't lie. Every time I start to say it, there's a little voice in the back of my head that says, you're going to fuck it up, Kelsey. <laughs> but I just, I've learned that I just Personal need to, doubt. I just have to coast through it and I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at the unknown subject podcast. Uh, you can rate, review, subscribe if you're so inclined. That would be super fun. Please do. Um, uh, we would really appreciate that and uh yeah that's it and then i think we'll that's back. it we'll be back next week for another we new episode of the unknown subject woo, woo. um woo, but yeah woo. Woo, woo, woo. i'm just really excited over here i don't know she is excited she's excited she doesn't have to go to work tomorrow it's her i know i was just this is my second win she's this is excited. me not having to go to work tomorrow um but yeah we'll see you next time on the unknown subject but until then yep as they say when they catch the unsub it's it's over. over.